are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, winter, spring, and fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How are you doing today? Not good. Not <laughs> oh, good. Uh, my basement flooded. Yeah. And I called you a couple hours ago, and uh, we had scheduled to do the podcast tonight. And um, my... Uh, I honestly didn't know if it was going to happen, the podcast. Right. Because I have a couple feet of water in my basement. Right. And I called you to see if you had a water pump, something that could move large amounts of water. Which I do not. Yeah. Our house is 100 years old, and the basement um, does not have a sump pump. Mm. It just has drains in the floor. Mm. And we have had so much – well, first of all, there was so much snow. There was a large amount of snow from over the last two weeks. Yeah. I mean, you know what? Two feet of snow sitting out there. Yeah. Now we've had two feet of rain, which equals like 88 feet of water in my basement. Yeah. And uh, so you didn't have a pump. So I went to Harbor Freight, not a sponsor of the show. Could be. Could be. Mm-hmm. Harbor Freight actually has really good prices on stuff. Yeah. If you need a single item or even multiple items. Yeah. Uh, Harbor Freight is definitely the place to check out first. Yeah. Before you go to Lowe's or Menards or Home Depot, I love all those places. Mm-hmm. Check out Harbor Freight first, because chances are they have the same product for like a third of the cost. Yeah, I mean, my experience is if you are looking for a tool you'd like to lose use once and then for it to break, it, it's a great <laughs> place to buy a tool. Like if you if it's a one it use depends, item, it depends on what you're buying. I mean, mm-hmm. be wise. Okay. But um, I've had success at Harbor Freight. <laughs> And um, so you got yourself a water pump. I got a water pump for eighty nine dollars, mm-hmm. and it moves fifteen hundred gallons an hour. Right. And I pumped out my basement in an hour, so I probably had about fifteen hundred gallons in it. I don't know if it's a lot or a little, but it was enough. It was a lot. Dad problems. Dad problems. Yeah. Meanwhile, my kids are playing video games upstairs and just driving me insane. Dad, what's going on? What's up? stop? Just leave me. I just need a few minutes. Yeah. So, hmm. anyways, my evening has not been the best. But, you know, it's getting better now, right? Well, my basement is dry. Tonight it's going to drop down to 28 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Which, you know, is not all bad because that means all the water will freeze up and I won't sure. have to mm-hmm. have water in my basement. And okay. that'll be ice. Yeah. So now I can, you know, have a little skate rink downstairs. So mm-hmm. that'd be nice. Yeah. Wow. I'm just tired and cranky right now. I get it. I get it. I get it. Do you? Because you don't have a basement. I don't have a basement. When's the last time you had a basement that flooded? I've, um, mm, I'd say, uh, I, I lived in a basement once that flooded. Does that count? It didn't, the whole thing didn't flood. Yeah. But, uh, it was a, it was a, uh, backup of something had happened and I woke up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and stepped in a puddle of water and then spent the rest of the night <laughs> with wet socks. Up water. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. It is ir- irritating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when everything works right, yeah, it shouldn't flood. Yeah. When the drains work properly, when the sump pump works, when uh, we had a sump pump in um, Caledonia when we lived out there that um, the float would crud up with just junk, limestone deposits and stuff like that. And the sensor, mm-hmm. the pump was actually fine, but the sensor, mm-hmm. I replaced that sensor like three times. Yeah. And that was frustrating. And uh, I finally spent a little bit more money, got a nice sensor. This is not uh, – what's that show that's on – have you ever caught that radio? Tool Time. Tool, with, uh, with Tim Taylor? With Tim Taylor. Uh, uh, no, there's a radio show on that's like in the afternoon, like Saturday morning to afternoon. Oh, yeah. And it's like a guy and uh, somebody will call up and be like, yeah, I'm trying to refinish my uh, front door. And it, you What know, you want to do is you want to get some epoxy for yeah, your... Yeah, and then a lacquer thinner and you just want to mix that with uh, some linseed oil. Well, make, make, sure you, make sure you get a chisel because mm-hmm. you got you to take here's away the thing, that bottom layer. It's all about the layers. You want to put the la- thin layers. I'm thin layers. I'm thinking seven, eight, nine at least and you gotta let each layer dry this is a 10 day project mm-hmm. this is a big this is a big deal but if you do it it's gonna look really nice yeah. have you ever listened to that show? yeah a little bit yeah i get about 10 minutes in i'm done i can only go so far yeah yeah and i just find it hard to believe that that show still has a need in today's society There's, well i mean youtube if yeah. you if you know anything YouTube. I've fixed YouTube so it. many things. I fixed my hot water heater. I fixed so many things with YouTube. Yeah, I fixed my car with YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had a brake sensor go out. I watched a guy on God YouTube. God bless do the it. people that take the time to shoot yes. these videos yes. for no purpose other than this is going to be a nice thing that'll help somebody out one day and save hey, some people money. This is a 1997 Ford pickup. Yeah, my brake sensor's out. I'm yeah. just going to replace it and I'm going to video it. I watched a video of um, a windshield wiper getting replaced the other day because do you I, not know how to put on a windshield wiper? It was weird. Like I felt like I was going to break it. You know what I mean? Like I was. I felt like I needed to pull it off a certain way, but it wasn't coming off. Was it like the hook thing? It's the hook thing. Yeah, and uh, you just got to yank it. Well, no, I kind of had to turn the whole thing. Oh yeah, and yeah, pull rotate it. it. Yeah, yeah. So I figured it out, but thanks to YouTube, I figured it out a lot quicker. Johnny in South Dakota. Johnny in South he Dakota figured showed it you out. how to do that. Yeah. I think it was like a mom. I think it was like mom, motor mom, <laughs> or something. Motor mom and windshields. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Um, well, I'm sorry about that's your a basement. pre three. That's a that's pre-three. not one of my three. I debated about using that as a three. Wow, you're that dry. Well, listen, As my TV were. broke two months ago. Right. I haven't watched TV in two months. Yeah. I, I watched a little bit of the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and I've seen just things a little bit here but and I there. I thought you said you were going to have people over to your house for the Super Bowl. Yeah, we borrowed a projector ah. from somebody, and we put it up on the wall. We watched the Super Bowl on an eight-foot screen. Wow. So that was exciting. Okay. Well, we may or may not talk about the Super Bowl today, but... Uh, Every week, we do a little something called Three and Three, where we each bring a thing, a thought, an idea, something that we want to talk about, something that we want to hash out. So, Jason, what is your first three? So, last night, I did catch a little bit of a basketball game. Okay. And uh, for the record, because I haven't had a TV in two months, Mm -hmm. I have not watched a lot of basketball. That's the one with the orange ball, where they throw it Uh into a basket. Yes. Is it still a peach basket? Or uh-huh. have they? Oh, it is. Yep. Okay. Yep. And a pigskin. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, that's a football. What are the, what's skin? It's leather. I think it's, it's human skin. Human skin. Yeah. I think yeah. they use human skin for basketball. Yeah. 
Yeah, Tony Kornheiser. He's the only orange person. <laughs> and I know. Donald Trump. And Donald Trump. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, Golden State and the Spurs. And um, I thought it was going to be a good game. Turns out Golden State just blew them away. Shocking. Golden State is so good. They're good at basketball. Holy smoke, dude! And Kevin Durant. I mean, first of all, their whole team. Nobody. Listen, this is not new news to anybody, mm-hmm. but I've not watched a lot of basketball this year. Right. I watched a little bit of basketball last night. They're unstoppable. I really don't know how anybody's going to beat them. The way that they lose is either one to two bad injuries or they beat themselves, i.e. DeMarcus Cousins and Draymond Green fight and yeah. it causes a problem. Like, Clay takes Draymond's side – uh, Steph takes, takes boogie, side. boogie side, and then you know all of a sudden Kevin Durant's like upset. Like, why did I come here just for this? I already got my championships. I'm gonna go to Seattle and start a a boy know, band. A boy band. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's the only two ways they lose is if major injury, major injury, or Kevin Durant starts a boy band. Yeah, those are the only two ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant is so good. There's if he's on, there is no stopping him. There's nobody better ever at getting their own shot than Kevin Durant. Um, boy, that's a that I mean, that's an absolute statement. There's nobody better who in the history is, of basketball who who exists that has his dimensions and his range well and his athleticism i mean just, if we're just talking about today let's not talk about history just today i also caught a little bit the other day of a houston game james harden creates his own shots yeah. like crazy but he doesn't have he doesn't he doesn't have, have the height the height but That's he has what, the quickness i know he's great at what like he does off the dribble just, he blows by people i know he crosses them over they're sitting on the ground and drains a three right over top of them listen just because i say kevin durant is is the best at getting his it doesn't mean i'm crapping on james, james harden is phenomenal but i'm just saying the release point for yeah. kevin durant's it's three like, point shot is a 10.3 is yeah it's over 10 feet yeah so because of that, and because he consistently hits that shot, that's why he's the greatest at getting – I'm not saying he's the greatest player of all time, but I'm just saying of all time, nobody's better at getting his shot. Because if you just want to go – like let's say you want to put Anthony Davis on him and say we're not going to let you take a three-pointer. Well, then he's just going to blow right by you. So right. you know, he can do everything offensively as far as scoring that needs to be done, right? Yeah. 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 It's true. And even a hundred he'd be driving down the court hundred miles an hour, pull up jumper. Who does yeah. that? Kevin Durant. And Kevin Durant Curry does that. and Clay Thompson. Well basically yeah. the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Did you hear Stephen Kerr's uh Stephen Kerr? Stephen Kerr. I yeah. don't think they call him Stephen. Did you hear Steve Kerr's quote about the Super Bowl? No. They asked him what he thought about the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. He's like, honestly, it's getting old that the same team wins every year. <laughs> Yeah, that's nice. That's it. It just because he's been he's been a part of two franchises, three. Oh yeah, the Spurs, right? Yeah, yeah. He has probably enjoyed more success than anybody ever in basketball. Wow, that's a big statement. Just far as when it's all said and done, as far as years of success, as long as he, I don't know, keeps on coaching and doing well, because the only time he didn't have ultra successful 
years was when he played for Phoenix and Cleveland for a little bit. Yeah. But uh, with the Bulls and then with the uh, Spurs. And then now coaching. And now coaching. I mean, I guess Robert Ory, maybe. He had a pretty good percentage. Everywhere he went, he won. Pretty good run. Yeah. And Phil Jackson. I mean, he had a a run in Chicago, another run in L.A. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman. There's some guys out there. There's some guys out there. Well, I suppose it depends on how long Steve Kerr coaches successfully. That's true. Yeah. I, I, I You know, when this team breaks up, and it will, yeah. all great teams break up, it happens. It has to. Like every good boy band. It, it can't go forever. JT's going to peel off. Boys to Men played the Marion Popcorn Festival just like five years ago. So, <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're not broken up. There's going to be a Justin Timberlake that's going to peel off. And the band will try to keep it together, but they're not going to be able to. It won't be in sync anymore. There'll always be a rogue Timberlake. I've always said that. Hmm. So your first what I'm thing saying is, is when, when that when that breaks up, he needs uh, to quit before that happens. Steve Kerr, yes, like see the writing on the wall. That's right. Okay, get out. Because yeah. then he could say, "Well, listen, I mean, and then I was, he was the glue that held it together." And then just figure out where Zion Williamson is going and coach that team. Maybe I don't know. It depends where he lands. Zion Williamson looks great, but I don't know if he's great. I just Did you know hear Jim Beheim. Yeah, he said he's like <laughs> Charles Barkley, but not so fat. <laughs> yes, that's actually a really high compliment. It's a very high compliment. Well, yeah. and coming from him, he meant it. Right. You know. Yeah. It's a very high compliment. People don't remember young Chuck, though, because young Charles Barkley wasn't fat. No, he was explosive. Yeah. Yeah. He, actually, Charles Barkley's probably the, the best comparison to Zion Williams. Yeah. Well, so, a little under, like, undersized. I mean, in short, but he's wide. But Zion's probably bigger, though. Than, but Zion's bigger now than what Charles was, was when then. he came in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Zion Williams, I've never seen a guy like that before. It's unbelievable. To be so big and to be able to jump. So high, so far. It's really phenomenal. He better be in the dunk competition. Have you seen the lineup for the dunk competition? No. Oh, my gosh. it's It gets worse every year. I keep on hoping it'll have another upswing, and then some good guys will be in it. And it's, like, worse every year. It's awful. Do you think they should just take, like, five years off? Absolutely. I'd rather not have it than have this. Yeah. And then, yeah, take five years off or whatever, build up some sort of anticipation or something, and uh, do it again. It's, It's the... It's the biggest mark against LeBron James's career that he never competed in yes, a dunk competition. Yes, absolutely. Because he could have destroyed it. Oh, well, we were all robbed by not seeing LeBron in a dunk competition. Yeah. It's really too bad. It's really so sad. All right, so your first thing is that the Golden State Warriors are good at basketball. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm going to stay in the world of basketball. So, have you heard about the Anthony Davis trade stuff? That's number two on my list. Oh, this is the first. This is the very first wow. time that you and I have doubled up on a three and three. We'll see if the third one, if, I mean, that. It's impossible. I feel like it's impossible, too. Okay, well, then it might be. Two impossibles could be a possible. Right. It's a possible, an impossible, and impossible coming together, make an explosive force of possibility. I've always said that. So, uh-huh. yeah. Anthony Davis. Yes. AD, as I like to call him. Basically it. announces, uh-huh. I'm not staying here. Yes. You can trade me, but just know that if you don't trade me to the Lakers, I, I'm not staying, right? So if the, I don't know, Jazz, I'm trying to pick a team that 
maybe feels like they're one player away from being like one Anthony Davis. Well, nobody away in the from... West. So let's say There's you're There's a couple the, teams in the East. So let's Toronto, say you're the Raptors. Bo- let's say you're the Boston. Raptors. Yeah. And so and so he says you can I'll play for the Raptors if you trade me there, but I'm not going to stay there. And so the Raptors might be looking and thinking, is it really worth it? We'll take a run. To take a run just to lose to Golden State? I don't know. Right. But he's but obviously for the Lakers, then you know, maybe you think about it. So um, so the Pelicans supposedly start shopping him around. But apparently, the news is that it was a total uh, fake. They never intended to trade him. And the only reason they started talking to L.A. was to find out what their offer was so that they could leak the offer and cause problems for the Lakers. I love that. Yeah, I knew you would love that. The moment I heard that, I thought, that's a Jason move. Yes. So they waited to get the offer. And then when the Lakers were playing the Pacers, I think last night, uh, Brandon Ingram, when he was at the foul line, uh, the Indiana fans were chanting, LeBron's going to trade you. LeBron's going to trade you. It's pretty great. It's great. So here, apparently, I just want to read the, the first paragraph of this uh, article about the trade. The New Orleans Pelicans want a historic offer from the Los Angeles Lakers before Thursday's trade deadline. Or Anthony Davis is staying put. And by historic, we mean really earth-shattering. According to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski, the Pelicans want... (laughs) I mean, I suppose if the Lakers were going to give them this, they probably would have traded it. But the Pelicans want four first-round picks, the most L.A. can legally send, and four second-round picks in exchange for Davis. This is presumably in addition to the loaded offer of Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, and veteran salary matchers and absorptions of uh, Solomon Hill's contract. So they basically said, give us everything you got for yeah. the next four years. Yes. And Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> and obviously they knew that that offer was ridiculous yeah. and that the Lakers would never take it. But then they just wanted the Lakers' counter offer so that they could float it out and say, yeah. well, this is what the Lakers offered to Adrian Wojnarowski or right. one of these guys. Um, just simply the only reason they did it was out of spite to cause problems for the Lakers. Yeah. How great is that? It's I love it mm. because it's already started spinning. Did you hear what LeVar said? Yeah. Well, I did. What did he say? He said, LeBron's not going to win a championship without Lonzo. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I heard him. He said something like, unless they send Lonzo to Phoenix, he's not going or something like that. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. But that's, mm-hmm. man, I hope that's true. Yeah. I hope we find out that New Orleans had no interest mm-hmm. in tra- I hope that that comes out that's Well, from the Lakers' true. standpoint, it would be ridiculous to give anything you didn't have to no. give. Because you're going to get him next year anyway. Yes. Because apparently that's where he wants to go. And you're not winning the championship. Anthony Davis is great. He's he might you if you had Anthony Davis, you could make a legitimate case that you have the best two players in the league on your team. Yeah. But there's not enough time to gel. You don't have enough around you. And so do you want to give up all of your future to get Anthony well, Davis? Well, and what happens if he blows a knee? Right. Like tall guys, their knees go out all the time or their back or they something weird happens. Right. One injury, you're done forever. The thought of Anthony Davis and LeBron together is pretty exciting, though. Yeah, I don't care so much. It's, I don't think it's enough to beat Golden State. I think they're minus one player. If they give up all those other guys, well, they're not going to do that. So that, next year, yeah. so next year they'll pick up, they'll pick up uh, Anthony Davis, maybe. But then they need one more player. Yeah, but I don't know who that is. 
I don't know who's Kevin available. Durant. I don't know who's available. Kevin Durant's on a one-year deal right now. Well, sure. Kevin Durant would be fantastic there. Durant, AD, and LeBron. <laughs> that would be pretty phenomenal. Would that, would, if that happens, yeah. would you guarantee that they would win? be hard not to. People would hate Kevin Durant. I mean, because people are already mad at Kevin Durant yeah. for basically going to a guaranteed championship. Like, if he <laughs> left just to play with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I hope this happens. Yeah. And I'm then I hope the it. Lakers lose. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I guess I, I always will. I can. I think I'll always root for LeBron. I hope Durant goes to Cleveland and wins one in Cleveland. <laughs> okay, me too. Yes, I hope that. Okay. All right. Let's get down his bit. Let's make this. Nobody's happen. going to Cleveland. Somebody mm. will. Somebody will go to Cleveland. I, the Cleveland's best Listen, player, right? The, the what, person next that year, the best player will be Zion, probably, and KD. They could win the East. Zion, Zion and, and KD, KD win the East. You yes. Think? Well, apparently, uh, um, shoot. Why did my brain just stop working? Hmm. Guard for the Boston Celtics that played with LeBron. Isaiah Thomas. No. <laughs> Guard for the Boston Celtics that played with us. Yeah, he doesn't. Kyrie. Jeez, I could not. No. I could not think. Isaiah Thomas also played for Boston. Kyrie. His contract will be up. Do you think he'd go back? They asked him, well, not about going back, but they asked him about Boston and what yeah. he owes to them as far as championship, and his answer was, I don't owe anything to anybody. He took a page out of LeBron's book. Yeah. So he's obviously going to go, I don't know, wherever. I can't imagine where he goes. It, we played college at Duke. Yeah. Where's he from originally, do we know? Boston. Area. That's his hometown. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't know. Well, yeah. area. Yeah. Okay. So his dad played for Boston University or something like that. Okay. For real, though. For real. If Kyrie came back and you have Zion and you pick up one more free agent, that's the East. You win the East. You're saying Kyrie, Zion, and KD? Yes. Okay. Yes. If you have Kyrie, Zion, and KD. That's not a stretch. It is. That's, it's really not. Oh, it totally Listen, is. Listen, Kyrie could easily come back. No, he's the Cavs not could easily back. end up with Zion. No. Well, yes, they could easily end up with Zion. That is. And the, Kyrie could easily come back. And no, Kyrie's not coming back. If to Cleveland. Kyrie won in Cleveland, LeBron, who? Listen, obviously, it's not going to happen. Though he hated that place. He hated LeBron. Mm, people hate Cleveland. People. People hate, hate LeBron. People hate the NBA players. Hate. Da- uh, that's the problem. It's the, the owner. The owner. Dan Gilbert. Dan Gilbert. That's the problem. He's, yeah. I mean, I th- Della Vadova's back in Cleveland. Did you know this? I couldn't be happier. The, the person, like, representing them in the All-Star game is Sidi Osman. Like, <laughs> they're bad. They're really, really, really bad. Yeah. Well, it's they're in the Zion sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. That's how you win. You yeah. tank, and then you get better. I, I am all about, listen... So, once again, I've watched a lot of soccer. I've watched a lot of um, – I picked up ESPN Plus, which there's a ton of soccer on that. and I, I, YouTube TV, I'm hacking someone's account right now, and I'm, I'm able to watch some Tottenham <laughs> and some other things. But relegation should be the future of an American sports. It would prevent tanking. You would not see – you would see these teams fighting to not get relegated – I mean, there's this, a better chance that Kyrie goes back to Cleveland than that system. Well, the comes owners to will never vote that in. Yeah, but it would be fabulous. Well, yeah, it'd be great. I'm all for it. Set it up just like that, 
have three levels yes. of leagues. All of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It should happen in football. It should happen in basketball. It should happen in baseball. Get rid of all salary cap and make the the incentive for spending more money make it relegation or whatever. Well, yeah, and your top league gets a higher revenue share sure. based on TV contracts and everything else. It's perfect. Who do we have to talk to? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. He's making America great again. One thing at a time. Did you watch the uh, State of the Union you know, address? I was busy. I missed it. So but I've seen like clips on Facebook. Loud Road Radio. We are the conservative sports. The, yes. The con- when it comes to politics, we are the conservative sports podcast. Yes. There is there is no other. Nope. We are it. We are it. But we don't talk about politics very often. I'd rather not. Yeah. That being said, and then we'll move on. Yes. I Well, I did not watch the State of the Union address, but I saw some highlights. Yeah. Are they highlights? Yeah, they're clips, highlight clips. And I saw Trump talk about the evils of abortion. Yes. And then they pan the crowd, yes. and you show this entire group of people sitting down, yes. arms folded, just angry as all get out. And I am so – it is like, what is wrong with you people? It is – I don't understand it. It's – they I'll, t- a, I'll tell you right now, listener. They have a brain disease. You do have a brain disease. If you support abortion, mm-hmm. you can just shut the show off right now and never t- le- never listen we to us need ever you. again. We, we don't, don't need we you. Don't, we don't want you. Or let us change your mind. Just well, think, listen. Just, that's the love approach. Yeah. I don't care anymore. Okay. Those people are evil. I don't care anymore. They're evil. Evil. They're evil. Mm-hmm. They yeah. are killing babies. Yeah. Hey, I'm with you. And proud of it. And proud of it. Yeah. And don't see anything wrong with it. In fact, they want to amp it up even more. I don't understand. I really... It's a disease. Well, it's evil. It's evil. The problem, and we'll move on because we're not here to talk about politics, but the problem, I think, with... One of the problems with the left is that they... There is this growing sentiment among liberals, intellectuals, so on and so forth, that basically would say there is no evil in the world. We're all kind of the same, and we've all evolved on different levels, and what you believe is one thing, and what I believe is another thing, and you have to respect that, or whatever. I don't have to respect that. No, I don't have to respect it. And some things are evil. Yes. Right? And Would they say... Once it becomes evil, it doesn't need explanation anymore because it defies explanation because it is so evil and so but if you refuse to believe in evil if you refuse to believe that there's some sort of yeah evil force out there um then um then you'll always be confused and you say it doesn't make sense the only way it makes sense the only reason somebody could be so brainwashed to think that literally like minutes before a baby was born it could be aborted. Yeah. Like the only reason somebody could be that stupid is if they are just blinded by some sort of like evil demonic force. Like yes. it's evil, which is happening right now. Yeah, evil. it's sick. All right, it's absolutely. Listen, would yeah. they say Hitler was evil, who massacred and almost wiped out a whole race of people? I, I think Hitler is widely accepted as evil. Okay. They're killing more babies than Hitler killed Jews. I know. So how's that not evil? Killing more babies than Hitler, Stalin, Mussolini, all all of World War II, all of World War I, of all the history of all the wars in all the world. They'll kill more this year. They're going to kill more babies this year in America alone. Just this year in America. It's outrageous. I know. Outrageous. I know. I'm with you. Evil. All right. We're not going to go. People don't want to just. 
people. I'm, I'm angry. I know. I'm really, really angry I right know. now. Well, listen, I'm not a single issue. Vo- listen, listen. I'm not a single issue voter. But if I was, mm-hmm. it's abortion. I am a single issue voter because anybody that would think that abortion is right, you have a brain disease, and I don't want to make you. Other, I don't want you making other laws for Absolutely. me. Absolutely, that, that Those, tells me everything yes, I need to know about everything. You. Now, if you have two people that are both anti-abortion, well, now we have more to talk about. That's right. But the moment I find out that you are pro-abortion, I don't trust you at all to make any decision. I don't care if on paper it looks like we agree on everything else. Yes. And it's not it's not it's not that the abortion issue is that important. It's just yeah, it is really important, but it's just it's that a gauge that shows, of where you're at. That shows that's right. the idiocy that you possess. Oh my gosh. All right. What is your second Why thing? Why did you bring that up? Uh, cuz Trump is going to fix uh the NBA relegation. And, yeah. yeah, he's going to do okay. all that. Gosh. So my second thing was a trade deadline, okay, which you just talked about. Yeah, Marcus All went to Toronto. Chris Tapps Porzingis went to Dallas. That's the big one. Him oh, and I Luka did, I Donkic, that one. Yeah, I mean him and Luca together is like the new Steve Nash and Dirk Nowitzki. And I heard a quote from um, man. Why is my brain not really functioning today? Yeah, the owner of Dallas, Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban. Man, uh, I heard Mark Cuban say that. He messed it up with Dirk and Steve by letting them split up. Okay. He should have never let that happen. He right. should have kept Steve Nash. And he said, I'm not going to make that same mistake again. Wow. I mean, Luka Doncic is out here getting triple doubles. Like, yes. he's blowing it up. Yeah. And Kristaps Porzingis well, is awesome. He's kind of the new Dirk. Yeah. Dirk's, I mean, Dirk's 40 years old, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, yeah. He's going to, he's so, going to be done. Yeah. So honestly, if I'm a great player, and I'm looking at a place to go that I can maybe win long term. Yeah. I I look hard at at Dallas. Except they're in the West and they have to compete against yeah, but everybody long, else. But, but two or three years from now, Golden State's going to be done. It something always happens. This the West these is strong, up. top to bottom. The East yeah. is weak. Yeah. The Washington Wizards, the Washington Wizards are an awful basketball team. They are horrible, and they're going to make the playoffs this year. Are they? Yes, they're going to come in the eighth spot. It's outrageous. Yeah. You could be a really bad team and make the playoffs in the East. I don't know why more stars don't go to the East. You're guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. Well, because they want to play with good players, and there's not good players in the East to join. So, Well, my second thing is that. Do I skip to my third? or do you Yeah, want to just do skip your... to your third. We, we doubled up. Okay, so this is going to be a little Mount Rushmore action. We haven't okay. done this in a while. Um, our family has chosen to do a vacation this year that we have never done. So we have decided to purchase a season pass to Kings Island slash Cedar Point. Okay. So there's a pass that allows both those opportunities. If you don't know what Kings Island Cedar Point is, they're two like world famous amusement parks, mm-hmm. roller coaster rides, games, you know, just. A lot of really fun stuff for teenagers and kids. Sure. And um, they are both within a two-hour driving distance of where we live. So literally, we could go once a week, possibly twice a week, all summer. Yeah. And just pay for gas. Right. Um, In this package, there's also food. So we don't even have to buy food. It's part of the ticket, part of the food. It's Mm -hmm. all included. Okay. So – uh, I'm curious to see how this vacation will rank with other vacations that we've done 
as a family and even ones that we've done as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I want to do is I want to create the Mount Rushmore of vacations, okay? So I think that this could come from two different aspects. All right. As a kid and then as an adult. Okay. So my idea – so like one thing that I want to do for a vacation for me, mm-hmm. my kids would be bored to death. Go to all the Major League Baseball teams. Well, that – but oh. Cooperstown. Oh, yeah. I've never been to Cooperstown. I've never mm-hmm. seen it. Sure. I love baseball. Yeah. Um, you know, how, the end of, how close is Cooperstown? I think it's probably six and a half, seven hours. Hmm. I'm going to be in Buffalo, New York next week. And, no, uh, I, don't I don't know, know how close, close that enough. is. Okay. You going to Google Cooperstown? Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Cooperstown is eight hours away, but my, where I'm going is like four and a half, five hours away. So it's on the wrong side of New York for me. Yeah. That's too bad. I'd have to go. So I think as an adult, I think realistically Cooperstown would be on my list of vacations. Okay. Um, I think in addition to that, another – once again, my idea of vacation now is just being chill. Like I don't want to go do stuff. I get it. Right? Mm-hmm. I would be perfectly happy, and I've done this randomly, to go camping with just myself. Pitch a tent, set up my hammock, and yeah. just lay out there for two days it's and not do a bad nothing. Thing. Not a bad thing. That's part of my vacation. I don't mind the beach. I think the beach is good. I mean, if you're talking about Rushmore, beach is an obvious one. Mm-hmm. What am I missing? As far as an adult, like I guess England, like going out there and you know Tottenham's new stadium is going to be open up soon. That would be really really cool. Yeah. Um, I'm not a ski person. I don't want to go to the mountains and ski. I think that sounds awful. I, I don't know. This is tough. When you're talking Mount Rushmore, it means it has to have wide appeal. I think so but many I, as an adult, mm-hmm. I think it's just different. Like the family vacation with kids, that's a whole different thing. Right. As, to me, that's the beach. I think the beach is easy. I think the beach everybody likes the beach, don't they? And not Anakin Skywalker. Oh, it's he doesn't like sand. Well we know that. That's half the beach. That's true. Um, yeah, I guess the beach, the mountains. I mean, I've always wanted to go on a Mediterranean cruise. Was that, you know... Like the riverboat cruise? No, Mediterranean. Like, you go around all of the old cities in the Mediterranean Sea. It's not a boat. It's not a riverboat. It's in the Mediterranean Sea. And you go, and then you hit Rome and Greece. Like and, everything that Paul did. Uh, well... Minus getting shipwrecked. I, I do want to go to those as like well. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. They don't make Mediterranean cruises. I don't think that follow Paul's missionary journeys. But uh, like, that's interesting to me. Yeah. But I don't know that anybody else is interested in that. Yeah, there's a few people. That might there's be. some, but I don't know if it, it it does it go on Mount Rushmore? No, probably not. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I really want to go to. I'd love to go to Egypt. Uh, so you want to go back to Egypt? So you want to go back? To I'd Egypt. love to go to New Zealand. Talk about a reference that nobody will know. Nobody will know. Right into the show. If So you want to go back to Egypt where friends wait for you. <laughs> you decided you want a one-way ticket when you thought you... How do I know the words to I, this song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Banana bread. Uh, I, I'm so close to knowing the lyrics to that song. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. This one's tough for me. I mean, you might have... Finally found the the uh, Mount Rushmore that's so obscure that it's really hard to nail anything down. 
I mean, I Listen, guess it's, Walt, a, it's a Disney. vacation. Okay, yeah, Disney. Okay, okay Disney. Family? Let's let's just do family. Okay, family. So beach is one. Beach is one. Disney's one. Disney's one. Now we just need the two others. So like amusement park, roller coasters. We live in Ohio where it's easily accessible. If you lived in Iowa, there's no place to go. Family cruise. I don't know. I don't want to take my family. I've been on a cruise and it's awesome. Yeah. With just me and my wife, I do not want to take my kids okay. on a cruise. Um, boy. I guess I feel like Disney and the beach are the two obvious ones. Yeah. Disney and beach. Yeah. What else do people do for vacation? I go to see family in states that I don't live in. So, <laughs> I mean, my last vacation, but I'm like you, right? Like I just yeah. want to be chill. So I'm fine with that. Yeah. So I was in Montana. I found a coffee shop that I liked. I just hung out there for like eight hours a day and read by myself. It was yes. awesome. I I would love that. Mm-hmm. That yeah. would be great. I do think that we're going to visit Shelby and I. Mm-hmm. Two or three years. We'll be approaching our 20th year anniversary. As will I. I think we're going to go to England. Really? I think so. I think we're going to get some uh, soccer tickets. Go across the pond. Across the pond? Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun. It's a good idea. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like the beach and Walt Disney are the only two that I can... So those are slam dunks. I feel like those are the slam dunks, and after that, like African safari with the kids. Yeah, get eaten by a lion. I mean, you're not. It's safe enough. God, I don't know. Needless to say, Great Wall of China. Not with the kids. A nice. It's got to okay. Amusement park has to be on it. Okay, amusement park. But I feel like that's Walt Disney World. It is no. Amusement. See, amusement park and theme park are two different things. A theme park is Disney. It's themed in the Disney. The rides at Disney are awful. Mm-hmm. They're like little kitty stuff. I don't know. I've never been. Cedar Point and Kings Island are okay. Legit. So amusement park, Walt Disney World, the beach. We just need one more. You just need one more. Fishing with the kids. It's awful. Have you ever been fishing with your kids? Yeah. It's awful. I've not been fishing with your kids. Okay. <laughs> fishing with my kids. Well, I guess Estelle and Harrison aren't so bad. Gideon and the younger three. Yeah. Um, it's a nightmare. There's a lot going on there. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. I can't do that. Yeah. Um Okay, yeah. so so let's just let's just quickly we'll get through this. I hope What's so. What's Dan's vacation? My, my vacation yes. Mount Rushmore? Okay, I can do that. Um, New Zealand. England. Um, the rest of Europe. <laughs> I want to spend more time in England, you know. No, but I also I want to do one where I spend some time in Germany and some time Would you do like a train France. tour? Yeah, like train, Europe by train. Yeah. Um, and then the fourth would probably be Mediterranean cruise. Okay. Yep. That's mine. Okay. No Cooperstown. I feel like mine are all a lot bigger than just walking around at Cooperstown for the day, eating popcorn or whatever you do there. So do I want to go to Cooperstown? Yeah. I want to go to, I I just feel like I can kind of do that now if I want to, I mean, Mount Rushmore of cruises, like, or I mean of, uh, of vacations, (laughs) I don't know if Cooperstown is on there. Sorry. Okay. For me, it's Cooperstown. Okay. England, Egypt, 
I don't. I don't. And, I honestly don't get the pull to Egypt. Like I, I love Egypt. Ancient aliens? Come on. What are we talking about? Okay. How did they build the pyramids? Aliens. That's no doubt. Yeah. It's aliens. There is no other way. Hmm. I might be talking about aliens later today in the episode. Really? Maybe. You never know. Is that your third thing? Uh, no. I actually have two more things, though, because you skipped your second thing. No, I didn't your... skip it. It doubled up well, with you. Whatever, but I have two things now. Okay. So I'll just do them real quick. Okay. First of all, the Super Bowl was awful. More like snoozer bowl. I was, it's like, oh, you know, like, just like awful, like yeah. awful, horrible. We, uh, we had people over. Mm-hmm. We ended up playing checkers. I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Because it was close. And so is I, maybe it'll get exciting at the end. It wasn't even like a great defensive game. It was no, just bad offense. That was the thing. It wasn't yeah. like these crazy interceptions and it wasn't like when you were watching the Ravens play, the Ray Lewis Ravens play, right. or was the completely 85 different. Bears. Right. It was just ugly. It was yeah. just ugly football. That's just all there was to it. Saints-Patriots would have been a far better Super Bowl. Chiefs would have been fun to watch in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Chiefs-Rams mm-hmm. would have been a great Super Bowl, yeah. or Saints-Patriots would have been a great Super Bowl. Yeah. But what are you going to do? We got the worst of both. All right. So I just that was my second thing. We'll make it quick. The Super Bowl was horrible. Okay. Yeah. And they didn't play SpongeBob at the halftime show. Did you know this? Yeah. You know about the whole thing? Yeah, I know about the whole thing. Well, the whole should we let the listener know? I don't think know? people care. Okay. Well, they didn't play SpongeBob at the halftime show, and those that I was watching it with were very upset about that. Okay. Should but- a grown man have a tattoo of a butterfly? Uh, who did? Maroon Five as Adam Levine. Oh, I, I guess he had I a tattoo on his of, of a butterfly on his hip. They had a big old California going across his gut. Well, at halftime, we watched the uh, 2019 NFL bad lip reading video, <laughs> and then we just YouTubed the actual SpongeBob video that we wanted to watch. Okay, so so you didn't watch it. I was kind of a little bit. I caught a little bit of it, but I could really care less about Maroon Five. I mean, I could really care less. No grown man. Should have a butterfly tattoo. You feel like butterflies are effeminate? Yes. I don't know. I mean, there are certainly male butterflies that would be offended by that. No, I mean, butterflies are females and bees are males. Is that how it works? Yeah. Huh. I never knew. The bee, the birds and the bees, it's a whole thing. Okay. I'll explain it to your kids sometime. Dad never had that talk with me. I guess he just had the talk with you. Butterflies are girls and mm-hmm. bees are guys. Okay. And the bees have the stinger. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they make caterpillars together. Okay. And what emerges from the cocoon is either a butterfly or a bee. Huh. Boy, I just feel like I've learned so much in the last 20 seconds. Turn on planet Earth. All right, my last thing is, it's a sad note, but it uh, will lead into a really quick Mount Rushmore of my own that I have planned. Okay. So on a sad note, today, Frank Robinson died. Did you know this? I did. Great baseball player. First black manager. Great baseball player for the Reds, great for the Indians, really fantastic career for Baltimore, really fantastic career. And so I just thought really quickly we would do a Mount Rushmore of Major League Baseball outfielders. So I have about 14 people, okay, that that I'm just going to throw – throw at you 14 15 something like that of names that that might belong on this list okay 
And, okay. and you just help me figure it out. Am I, am I just saying yes or no? Well, no. I, actually, this is what should, I want to do Should first. we scale one to ten? No. First, I want to I want to create some parameters. Like, in order to be on the Mount Rushmore of outfielders, you have to have won an MVP. Why? You have to have won a golden glove, a gold glove. Like, do you feel like there should be some parameters that we set out? I don't out? think so. No? Okay. It's iconic. All right. So what I, it, I also want to say that baseball is a two-way sport. Okay? So for me, your glove, your defensive ability has to be as important or close to as important as what you do with a bat. Okay. All right. Stan Musial. It's great. Yeah, let's let's keep going. Okay. Uh, well, Stan Musial also played some infield. I think he played a lot of third base. I think you're wrong about that. Oh, for, he played uh, 1,890 games in the outfield and 1,016 at first base. First base. Okay. Yeah, it was half and half. Stan Musial played half his career at first base. Okay, so you figure that takes him out of the yeah. running. All right, that's fine. He was great. People don't. People were sleeping on Stan. No, I know he's great. Joe DiMaggio, thirteen-time All Star, uh, three-time AL MVP, um, fantastic career. No, no, he's not Mount. He's not on my Mount Rushmore of outfielders. Even though he has the fifty-six Joe game hitting Joe streak. DiMaggio, we, we want, want you on our side. I'm about ready to watch the Ken Burns documentary. I started again. You did? It's on Amazon Prime, yeah. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It is great. I love that first scene when you like hear kids playing baseball. Yes. and the, uh, It's just, it makes me want to cry. All right, King Griffey Jr. He, yes. It's he, a solid. Wait, wait yes. you said Joe No? Joe No. Okay, so I'm going to put a star by King Griffey Jr. Yes. Because we got some other names. Okay. This is not going to be easy. And he, I mean, he was... 10-time Gold Glove recipient. So for me, th- that's a big deal. Obviously, he hit with power. His average was fine. Great, great, if great, they were great. Re- Here's the thing about Ken Griffey Jr. If they were to redo the logo for Major League Baseball, it would be Ken Griffey Jr. at the backswing. Yeah. And it also, it would be great. If you could go back in time and put Ken Griffey Jr. on the Yankees, I, I think it would be... Everybody would call him the greatest of all time. Yes. Maybe. I don't know. But he I think as great as he is and as great people as great as people realize and, and know that he is, I don't think people I think just being in Seattle and Cincinnati for all the years that he was, and the injuries obviously too, right. but uh, people don't even realize I don't yeah. think how fantastic he was. All right. Roberto Clemente. Um I, I love Roberto Clemente. He died young. He did. Um, he has exactly 3,000 hits. Did you know this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's – can we put like a question mark? Okay. I'll let's not it. cross them out, but let's not automatically put them on. Okay. Uh, brings us to the man, man of the hour, Frank Robinson. Uh, he, he's got a lot uh, statistically going for him. And uh, – On PTI today, Tony Kornheiser said when Frank Robinson retired – he was widely considered the fourth best player to have ever played baseball. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, – I Like think, since then, there's been a lot of really great guys and stats, inflated stats, by the way, with steroids right. and stuff. Yeah. But when Frank retired, 
his stats were on par with anybody else who had ever played the game. Yeah. Uh, won a World Series with the Orioles twice. Gold Glove recipient with the Reds. Uh, was the Rookie of the Year. NFL, NL MVP with the Reds. AL MVP with the Orioles. His, um, you know, batting average 294. Almost 3,000 hits. He was like 60 hits short of 3,000. 586 home runs. He meant a lot to the game, too. Yeah. And so I let's put a question mark by him. All right. This is a tough list to get on. I'm surprised it's only 14. I feel like I, there's I really, the names left off. I know. I really wintered it down. Mickey Mantle. Gosh. He's iconic. He is iconic. I feel like the whole – it could be all Yankees, potentially. Could be, but it's not Let's put be. a question mark. Okay. Uh, Ricky Henderson. No. Not even... No. I love Ricky. I love Ricky. Ricky's great. Ricky is great. And his stats... And he played till he was like 52 years old. Yeah. I love Ricky Henderson. But he he's not. Yeah. He's not a, a Mount Rushmore. You sure? Yes. You can read all the stats you want. It's not going to change my mind. It's iconic. He doesn't fall in the same category as some of these other okay. guys. All right. Ted Williams. Yes. Like, just yes. Without a doubt. He's the greatest hitter of all time. Yes. Notoriously didn't give a crap about defense. Yeah, and in the prime of his career, went and shot down airplanes in World War II. Yeah. His stats would be through the roof even better. Okay. Well, when we come up against some other players, we're going to have to he, think about it. In the prime of his career, he left... To go fight a war. All right. Now we're getting a little too far back there, but Tris Speaker, like, no. I, I know we don't have a reference point for him, but he's like one of the most underrated baseball players probably of all time. Move on. You sure? Yeah. You sure? Yes. All right. I tried Tris. All right. Hank Aaron. Yes. Yes. Just, it's not a slam dunk, but he's, like, if we're whittling, whittling it down, he's on there. Okay. He's great. He is great. Ty Cobb. Yes. Iconic. Okay. Willie Mays. Yes. See, these are slam dunks. Yeah. Well, which We've is got too I'm many saying. slam dunks. I know. Okay. For me, Willie Mays is the biggest slam dunk so far. He has everything you will you'll everything, ever want. Yes. Barry Bonds. I'm, I'm going to say no. And I know everything. Like, you don't have to read stats. I get it. But I can't. I can't do it. I have a hatred for Barry. Because of the steroids. Because of the steroids. Mm -hmm. And he lied about it. Like, mm -hmm. just fess up. Just, yeah. If, if, if there's only one spot left and it's between Barry and King Griffey Jr. It's Jr. Yeah. All day. So, which is why, because we already have so many slam dunks, we have to cross. Well, see, that's off. the thing. If it's Barry or Junior, it's Junior all day, mm -hmm. and so that's that's my trade off. Yeah. All right, now here's a tricky one. Um, as a position player, I think Babe Ruth played more in outfield than anywhere else. Yes. So he really is an outfielder. Yes. And because he's Babe Ruth, it's Babe Ruth. It's Babe Ruth. Right. I mean, come on, what are we talking about? So if I had to say just okay, here are the one here so here's 
what we've got. King Griffey Jr. Yeah. And then question marks for Clemente, Frank Robinson, and Mantle. Okay, dump them all. Oh, that hurts. I know. Specifically Clemente. I know, but what are you going to do? Yeah. There's too many good guys. All right. Uh, Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Ty Cobb, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth, King Griffey Jr. That's who we're left with. Okay, one more time. King Griffey Jr., Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Ty Cobb, Willie Mays, Babe Ruth. Oh, gosh. So I feel like Willie Mays for sure. Okay. Okay. He To me, he is the iconic Willie Mays and Babe Ruth. And then, and then Babe Ruth for sure. Those are slam dunks. All right. So now we're down to um, two spots, two spots, and four people. And and read those four people: King Griffey Jr., Ted Williams, Hank Aaron, Ty Cobb. Now, because it's a Mount Rushmore, I think King Griffey Jr. gets a little bit more uh, different era because he's representing an era. Yes. Now, if we're having this discussion in ten to fifteen years, we're going to be talking about Mike Trout. Maybe, for sure. It's not 10 to 15 years. It's today. Okay, so let's put Junior on there. He's going to represent modern-day baseball. Really? Yeah. Okay. So now we have one spot left mm-hmm. between Ted Williams. Ted Williams, Ty Cobb, and Hank Aaron. Oh, gosh. My gut my gut mm. says Ty Cobb. My gut says Ty Cobb, too. Yeah. I think my head says Hank Aaron. Yes, I agree with that. My gut says Ty Cobb. My head says Hank Aaron. I 100% agree with that. I, I'm going to go with my gut. I think it's Ty Cobb. Mount Rushmore, if you don't understand Mount Rushmore, it really is more of a gut. It is a gut. This isn't the greatest no. for outfielders of all time. The truth is, if you if you whittled down the presidents, yeah. there's other presidents that did tremendous amazing things that are not recorded in history. Yeah, you they're, know, or you don't have not the stats to Rushmore. prove it, it's or whatever. Then, whatever. Because if we're just talking about the greatest outfielders of all time, then I think Roberto Clemente might be there. I think Mickey Mantle. Might I think be Bo there. Jackson could be there. Sure, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about iconic. Yes, Mount Rushmore of outfielders. Yes, and because of that, the gut wins. Yes. All right. So read the list in it. Willie Mays, Babe Ruth. Ken Griffey Jr. and Ty Cobb. That's it. I'm going to sleep well tonight. That's a good list. Yeah. Is that your final thing? Yeah. Okay. All right, Jason, what is your Netflix suggestion of the week? We had a family movie night Okay. the other night. Incredibles 2. Yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, it's good. It picked up where the first one left off, you know, like 15 years later. Mm-hmm. But uh, you don't, they don't even miss a step. They completely... Just shrunk those two timelines together, mm-hmm. and I felt great. I think I'm a little annoyed by it because when it was in the movie theater, I didn't see it in the theater. I saw it when it came out on Netflix or whatever. But uh, when it uh, was in the movie theater, I went to the dentist, and mm-hmm. my dentist was while he's like filling my cavities and causing all sorts of pain for me. Uh, he is talking to the his assistant about The Incredibles two, and you had not seen it. And I had not seen it. Now, I didn't – the spoiler alert, I don't care. It's fine. I don't care about yeah. the spoiler alert. But it just annoyed me the way he was talking about it. Yes. I was generally annoyed because who likes going to the dentist? Right. And I, so I, I honestly think it's super weird, but I honestly think the reason I have a bad taste in my mouth, pun unintended, is because I – You were exposed to it at the dentist. Uh, yeah. 
It's it's solid. It's a solid family yeah, movie night. Yeah. It's a my, good listen. It's a good movie night. I got family little boy, movie night. Family movie night. Incredibles too. Sure. And my boys love it. My yeah. boys love it because it's the whole superhero thing. And my uh, our family movie nights recently have been uh, well, not movies, but uh, the girls in particular, for whatever reason, decided they wanted to watch Star Trek Voyager. So we've mm. been watching Voyager, <laughs> and uh, it's um not great. No. Yeah. I, you, listen, I'm ashamed to say i went i've gone down that voyager road i've seen them all i've tried i mean i I mean i've actively like forced myself to watch them i mean i quoted tuvok the other day on facebook (laughs) did you see that (laughs) you didn't see that no it was actually a really great quote he said it and i was like you know what that's actually pretty good so uh here is the uh lieutenant tuvok quote if uh if you don't know uh who he is he is a vulcan and um He's the first black Vulcan that I know about. Well, that they show on TV. I mean, yeah. he's probably not the first black Vulcan. Hmm. All right. Uh, here's the uh, Lieutenant Tuvok quote. It is, do not mistake composure for ease. I liked that. How okay. can you just sit here while this is happening? You know, you know why is it so easy for you? you it's composed. Uh, do not mistake composure for ease. I thought that was pretty good. It's solid. Like this isn't hard, but I'm composed. Yes. Doesn't mean I have to be. I don't have to be a wreck. Listen, Tuvok's- I just think more people could take that advice in life. That's why I Facebook quoted him, and I just said Tuvok. And I'm hoping people think he's some sort of like I don't know ancient Greek philosopher. Yeah, something yeah. like ooh Tuvok. Tuvok's yeah. no Spock. Come on, what are we talking about? What Mount Rushmore of Spock of uh, of uh, Vulcans? I think it's all the different generations of Spock, you know. <laughs> Young well, Spock, I was gonna say like old Spock, Spock's dad, and kind of middle aged Spock. <laughs> old Spock, young Spock, and then two medium Spocks. Well, I think Spock's dad belongs on the list. Yeah. What's his mom his was human. What's his name? Sarek. Sarek, yeah. So Spock, 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 Sarek. <laughs> Do you know of any others? Christy Alley was a... Uh, she was. So, okay. Christy Alley, Spock, Spock, Sarek. Yeah. Okay. Christy well, Alley. Are we going to put Tuvok on there? No. I mean... So- <laughs> you quoted him on Facebook. Yeah. One good do not quote. Spoke, do not do, mistake composure. Do not mistake composure for ease. I wish we could put Data on that list. But he's not Vulcan. But he no. plays the Vulcan he character. He belongs. Yes, he does play the Vulcan character. He belongs on the Mount Rushmore of Star Trek The Next Generation. Let's do it. Okay, this is simple. Captain Picard. Slam dunk. Data. Slam dunk. Riker. Worf. Worf. What about Jordy? No. Wesley? No. Maybe Beverly Crusher. <laughs> Just have a soft spot in my heart for her. <coughs> Whoopi Goldberg. No. It's. I think it's. I think it's pretty easy. I yeah, think it's Picard, Data, Worf, um, and Riker. And Riker. Yeah, that's that's it. That's it. That wasn't that hard. No, I thought that was going to be way harder than that. Hmm. Mount Rushmore of non-human Star Trek characters. 
Spock. Mm-hmm. Now he's half human. Are we going to count that? That counts. Okay, Spock. Mm-hmm. Worf. <laughs> he's a Klingon okay. on an Enterprise vessel. All right. I mean, Spock for sure. Yeah. All and right. Data. Data. Spock. Worf, though? Yeah. I think so. What about Khan? Was he human? He was He was a genetically, yeah, I think he was, but he was like genetically altered. Okay. Um, okay, so what about Q? I mean, you and I are next generation heavy, but I think we should be including some older, what, what are the other iconic tri- tribbles maybe? That's an animal. I don't know if that's a... <laughs> it's a non-human. A, it is a non-human. <laughs> Boy, this is tough. I just can't... I actually thought that would be easier. I thought it'd be easier too, but I just can't bring myself to put Worf on the list. Neelix? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I love Neelix as much as the next guy. But if it's between Neelix and Odo, I'm going Odo. <laughs> He's a shapeshifter. <laughs> hmm. We've who in the world? Okay, for real. This yeah. is this is why nobody listens to us. <laughs> That's <laughs> not true. <laughs> no, listen. The dozens of people listen. listen we to us. have mm-hmm. we killed uh, the talk on politics, yeah. and abortion and all that stuff. Yeah, we're pro Donald Trump. We love Star Trek. We are a sports podcast that doesn't really talk about sports. Neither uh, of us have we, a TV right now. <laughs> you refuse to watch TV, mm-hmm. and I don't have a TV. Yeah. So what are we doing? I don't even know. <laughs> but, I mean, this, we have to be somebody's niche. Joe Caminetti seems to like it. Joe loves us. <laughs> <I mean. laughs> Instantly. We posted last week's mm-hmm. episode. Like 12 hours later, he's shooting he's us texts right and comments and mm-hmm. on top of it. Yeah. I mean, if Joe likes it, honestly, that's what keeps me going. <laughs> and I wish, and, and, you know, it must be a Joe thing because Arkansas Joe, Shoeless Joe, Shoeless he listens Joe. to it. Mm-hmm. He sends me stuff. Do you know Brandon Ice Ice B is yeah. uh, moving back to Columbus? Yeah, I saw that. We're gonna have to have him on the show one of these Definitely. days. Definitely reminisce about the old days, which nobody's gonna care about. I don't care. We're gonna break down prospect baseball from 1987. Mm. The boys are back in town. I think Brandon and I are going to rent a uh, convertible, and Blair, the boys are back in town, and just drive through Prospect for three hours. Yeah. I think that's appropriate. Yeah. Guess who just got back today? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Oh, my Netflix suggestion. You know, you should should just get bikes and have, like, a Bluetooth speaker. You think Mike is Mike still around? Mike on a bike, yeah. Yeah. So it's a guy in Prospect that's been hanging around with high school kids for a while. Like 30 years. Yeah. And he always rides a bike. His name's Mike. And his name's Mike. We used to call him Mike on a bike. I bet they still call him that. You think he's still around? He can't be. Yeah, he's got to be. What else is he doing? I don't know. You think he listens to the show? I feel no, bad. I don't. If he's listening, I feel bad. Hmm. Well, either way, Brandon and I are definitely going to go to a Prospect. I, I think convertible, blaring the speakers. The boys are back in town. 
No, I think you get bikes. I think you go to the pool <laughs> for okay. an hour. Yeah. Then you ride to the store and you get some Gatorades. Mount, a Mountain Dew was our thing. A Mountain Dew. Uh-huh. And then you go get a pizza. Okay. I think we should do that. Brandon, if you're listening, let's 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 have a uh a mandate and uh <laughs> you know. Yeah. You get some mountain bikes, you hit the pool, you get some pizza, and you go get some mountain dew at the store. I, I, at IGA. I can't think of a reason not to do it. All right. My Netflix suggestion of the week is not Star Trek Voyager. Although it's similar because it's called oh I gotta pull it up now. It's called the farthest voyage in space. I've seen this. It's good. Yeah. So it's about the NASA Voyager program. They say yes. Voyager 1, Voyager 2, and uh, it just tells the story of what's happening, like how it, it, it uh, how Voyager 2 hit all the planets and then would whip around them and then use that planet's um, gravity. force. Yeah, to speed up. And so every time it went around a planet, it went faster than before, and they were getting these fresh looks at these planets that had never gotten before, like high-resolution images of Saturn and Jupiter and Uranus and all this stuff. So it's really good and super interesting, and um, I really I really liked it. So, uh, and, and on it, they have a golden record that has, like, music... Nature sounds, nature sounds, yeah. uh, greetings from like I don't know seventy different languages, different or music like that, uh, yeah, like Louis Armstrong, and- right? And in two thousand twelve, Voyager one left our universe. No, galaxy, galaxy. Sorry, the milk. No, the Milky Way galaxy or our solar system. Maybe I bet they left the solar system. Yeah, yes, they, <laughs> they left, left our, the universe. They left no. the universe. This no, that's impossible. Yeah. Unless there's a multiverse. They left. Is this Marvel? The they left this solar system with the Infinity Stones. Yes, we are all in trouble. Voyager one left the solar system because there's a bubble around the solar system, and it finally got on the other side of the bubble. It's um, traveling at some crazy speed in the vast expanse of in the outer vast space. Exa- expanse of outer space, and you look up. And and you see all the stars in the sky, right? Like, it's crazy how many stars there are that you can see and that you can't see. If you ever have a chance to go someplace like Montana in the mountains where it's really, truly dark and you look up at the night sky and you see an infinite more amount of stars than you're used to seeing, it's phenomenal. Here's what blows my mind. Uh-huh. You see a star. That actually might be a whole nother galaxy. Right. It's mm-hmm. not just a single star. That one point of light in the sky Could have might s- be a billion stars. Right. That's That blows my mind. Right. That's how – and this Voyager that now has left yeah. our solar system, it, it said in 40,000 years, it'll hit another star. Wow. Is this where the aliens come in? Yeah. Well, the whole thing is that we're hoping that aliens are uh, – Gonna find it. I just feel like that's a bad idea because there's like a 50 50 chance these things are gonna be evil. I think it's 80 20 that they are that they're evil. Yeah, I just I have a live and let live policy, just keep to yourself. No reason to advertise to the galaxy that we're Look here. here. Look over here. Yeah, uh, just just I mean, explore, yeah. sure, explore, but we don't need to send out fly. We we don't need to assume that the aliens are as nice as I've seen enough movies to know that they're not nice. No, 
They're not. They're going to come here and either eat us or yeah. eat up all of our resources. Yeah. We need to become the smartest people and then go out in the universe and destroy other and people. And we subdue planets. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what Trump will do. Space Force, right? Space Force. Is that Force, what that's for? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Who knew? So, The Farthest Voyage in Space is the name of it. It's a really good documentary. Yeah. Very well done. It was captivating. And uh, that's my Netflix suggestion of the week. I think that's it. Yeah, I'm I think done. we're good. Yeah. <laughs> I've been done. Just, I got to go home, pump more water out of my basement. Okay. All right. Well, this is Dan signing off for Jason, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear the blue sweats. Thanks, Joe. And Joe.